Abun de Boschmaya Nitkadashma Te Te Malkuta Nehwe Sebiana Aikana de Boschmaya Af Baraha Hablan Lachma De Sunkanan Yaumana Washbuklan Haubain Waktahain Ai Kanadaf Khan Shpokan Habain Ula Dahlan Nesiuna Ela Batsan Min Bisha Amen. Our one absolute eternal being of which we are born forth from the realm of the all and the only. I am empty within the awe of your presence and the purity of your name. Empower my creative beingness through your expansion from the ever-present realm as I realize our strength and virtue as one. On the manifest earth as in the unmanifest realm, Provide the nourishment of your insight and realization through me and in every present moment. Release my hidden past as I cancel my past concerns with others. Do not let me lose my true self in forgetfulness, but wholly release me from the errors of my perception. For thy realm is the absolute, the all, and the only and our strength of virtue and magnificence. From cosmic gathering to cosmic gathering, from age to age, may these be the rooted earth from which all of my actions flow. Amen. Holy Spirit within me, living in wholeness, moving in joy and love, I surrender to your will. Bring the radiance of your light into my heart and mind. Merge with me to manifest your will upon the earth. Make me a conduit of your infinite knowledge. Amen. Hello and welcome back to the God-Led Mystics podcast. I am your guide and host, Reverend Alexis Kelly Rose, Reiki name Iris Moon, here with my beloved RJ to record the lunar report for October 28th, 2023, full moon of October 28th. Hope y'all are doing well. Would you like to introduce yourself, RJ? We didn't do that last time. (laughs) Sure. Um, As you know, my name is RJ and I am... A Taoist shaman in training, um, holistic health coach. I work with quantum field in all the people I work with, um, whether it be with their their mind or their physical body um, or their spirit, and I help people basically find what brings them joy into their soul and we achieve that we achieve it it's all greatness 
RJ is an excellent harmonizer. <laughs> harmonizer of land, harmonizer of body, harmonizer of spirit. Um, and of course, uh, he is my collaborator on all things constellation astrology and healing and everything else. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm very lucky to have this guy to record these podcasts with me. <laughs> it's an honor. Just in our own home. Uh, I intended to record this on Zoom, but my internet went out. We, uh, we live, of course, in the mountains, and uh, when there are storms, the internet will take a plunge from time to time. So I will be adding, uh, you'll be able to see the pictures of the constellations um, within the Substack, if you're on Substack. If you are listening to this on Spotify or Apple, you might not see these pictures. And if you're interested in them, you can, of course, go to Dragon Rose Temple on Substack. Uh, and I, I want to invite you to subscribe if you enjoy these lunar reports. RJ and I will be talking about them um, every new moon and full moon, and maybe one day we'll get even more deep into this work, but for now it feels um, really important for us to be doing these lunar reports. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, my intention is to reveal where things are in true sky astrology, and as many of you know, um, we practice uh, constellation astrology, which doesn't go by anything other than where the stars are. Um, I find it so fascinating right now because everyone is talking about Scorpio season (laughs) and the sun hasn't even left Virgo. (laughs) Technically, yeah, if you're looking at the uh, astronomy software um, called Stellarium, if you're not familiar with it, um, basically you can, once you learn how to use the interface, you can put in your location and time and you can fast forward time you can reverse time and this is how this is the software we use when we look at our birth charts or anyone's birth charts that we're looking at um because it gives you a it literally gives you the whole sky um and where everything's at and I, all labeled and everything. I um, cross-reference Astro with Stellarium because I have yet to find a software that actually honors the constellations as they are, not like by what they've created it to be. <laughs> right. Yeah, because even, even um, Sidereal has a... Um, a system. Right, they have a system of calculation. So yeah. it puts it it puts it in a slightly different... Um, position within a couple within like three to five degrees so yeah it's definitely it's definitely uh like we got the trigonometry board going up you know when we're looking (laughs) at charts (laughs) yeah and of course not all constellations are perfect 30 degrees so um it's important to say 
that there is no software that is based on the 30 degree system that is in full alignment with where things are in the stars. Um, That's why we both commune with the stars ourselves and consult with the oracle, aka Stellarium. (laughs) (laughs) So um, let's begin. So in a twist of fate, the, uh, the full moon lunar eclipse happens on 1028 at 128 p.m. Pacific. I just love the 128. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way that they overlay. Um, Numerologically, yeah, that's um, quite an alignment. Right. So the sun is in Virgo, and the moon is actually in Aries. So the sun... Basically on the cusp. Yeah. um, Both of them. The sun is right at the end of the constellation of Aries. I mean, excuse me, Virgo. Virgo. And the moon is right at the beginning of the constellation of Aries. So we are not, I find this to be so fascinating because, you know, we've created these like boxes about, you know, what is an actual full moon. And um, we would imagine the the moon would be in Virgo. I mean, oh my goodness. Libra. (laughs) No. Pisces. Oh, right, right. Sorry. (laughs) We would imagine that the, the moon would be in Pisces and the sun would be in Virgo. But actually, the sun is in Virgo and the moon is in Aries. And I find that to be such a fascinating lunation for us to be involved in. Um, So, let's see here. We have uh, Mars and Mercury conjunct in Libra. And I love the way that they're together because Mars rules Aries which of course is where the moon is, and Mercury rules the sun um, because of Virgo, uh, and they are conjunct. So uh, this is a pretty good sign. I would imagine that, um, you know, because of the rulers of this full moon are together, it's gonna, I'm, I don't wanna use the word easy, but it's going to feel um, less uh, clunky. Does that make sense? Yeah, less less like um, like you have to force yourself to be motivated. It's it's more like a um, a fluid, not even fluid, but like I don't know. It's I just picture like spark plugs. Just firing off, you know, because there's there's you know the Aries fire, and then um, Mars and Mercury conjunct, like ideas and actions are actually gonna um, flow out. Like I know a lot of people that um, like they get together to do a project or something, and then start talking about the. 17 different ways you can go about doing it and like and then get into ideas of 
other projects that may tie to that and then it gets off into like a, a wormhole of ideas without action and then it takes forever to get stuff done but I feel like um, people are gonna get more on the same page and it's gonna make sense when we go over the rest of the aspects yeah, with so, everything going on. You know, the sun being the conscious awareness and the moon being the um, reactive and responsive version of ourselves. The rulers being together shows us that there's actually um, the ability to harmonize and understand and be in alignment with uh, what you think and how you act. So even though this is an eclipse, even though this is a lunar eclipse, and these two don't seem like they would make a match at all, I actually feel like this full moon is going to be really powerful for coming into harmony with who you are and what you are really working with. Um, we have, you know, the, the ruler of Libra, uh, Venus in Leo, and so I feel like um, there's this big emphasis on self-awareness in terms of um, those around us. I really feel like I really feel like we're coming into a space where we recognize, you know, how we are impacting the the field around us and the people all around us. I feel like I feel like this full moon really gives us an opportunity to consider um, how we are best in relation to other people and the ways that we are really um, playing out patterns or uh, coming into self um, self-actualization through those around us and there's going to be a big emphasis on really bridging uh, the gap between just, I don't want to, something like what we've done wrong versus what we actually desire to happen. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, this is, like, this is all a like a tapestry of timeline that's been going on. It's It's been showing us our weaknesses, not just, you know, individually, but as a collective. For sure. Um, so it's, it's really gonna, for the people that, for the people that have, been trying to like hold up the the failed system like failed programming mm-hmm. um that's no longer serving themselves and their their people around them their inner circle and then that trickles out to how reality manifests for everyone um People, I think people are coming to a concept of like, wow, 
we have <laughs> such crazy capabilities, such amazing capabilities and technology, we could be in such more place of enjoyment mm-hmm. in life as a collective. So I think that like all the series of events of like crazy stuff that's been happening and like you know economy becoming like really unstable and um nations the value becoming of, really unstable the value of currency is going down which is why people think everything is getting expensive it's it's not a supply and demand thing where the supply is is low so demand's high so it increases the price it's no the value of the currencies are going down which it's all which is funny because all that is based on an illusion and the only thing that keeps it going is people's people grasping to that old narrative um so i I see people in my daily life in person, not just, you know, in the algorithms online, <laughs> in the social media. But I talk to people face to face that are becoming more and more aware of the the patterns that humanity has has been trapped in and they're and that's the first step really is when people are like, Hey, this is happening and you know when when a big disaster happens in an area you know think of like maui uh people the the neighbors and all that they come together and they get even closer bond um so i see that i see all this coming together astrologically and it trickles from the daily life out into the the whole collective reality. Yeah, because we really have to look at where we're choosing these certain narratives and holding on to like fixed patterns and state of states of being. Like you know what eclipses really do is they remove and purify like certain thought forms and versions of ourselves that we might have once clung to. And when we, you know, resist this purification or this um, cutting of the cords, we'll say, uh, we suffer Im- immensely. And so like our inability to let go actually causes us suffering in the long run um, because we are living in this self-perpetuated issue <laughs> when <laughs> we could have just let it go. Yeah, with the full moon in Aries too, I see like people having new beginnings you know and like a fresh start emotionally and and uh and it's also going to be right there in a conjunction with Jupiter so i see like i don't know a big hit to the empire you know like something something being revealed you know something like that Something something being revealed to the public that's like, whoa. But we'll see. And I see this all happening 
in in order to bring balance, you know, that you had that opposition with uh, Mars and Mercury and, and Libra, so it's it's important to keep that calm, cool and collected <laughs> mindset because oh my it God. could be Is that possible with an Aries moon? <laughs> Aries moon conjunction. Well, that's, that's why it's important to practice, you know, internal martial arts because that's it's really an art to be able to um, control that emotion, which is yeah. really Mars is when it's untamed, it could be very emotional. Yeah, plus um, Mars is also like in a place that it's not comfortable. Mars in Libra is in its fall, Mm -hmm. technically. So, you know, it could really be um, prone to acting out because it doesn't necessarily know exactly the way that it, you know, is designed to act. Uh, You know, Mars in Libra really plays this game of who do I support and why do I support them? Um, Sometimes we see Mars in Libra people be considered people pleasers but I don't really think it psychologically explains what what Mars is fighting for right because Mars has this like innate drive to accomplish or um, to self-explore and in Libra this is a sign of balance and justice and uh, bringing people together so Mars is constantly fighting itself on, you know, do I self-explore or do I explore and support other people? Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And then Venus, you know, which rules Libra in Leo. Yeah. So we're, we're all, I feel... Kind of like, like flipped upside it. down. Oh, man. <laughs> well... I don't know, I feel I feel like a lot of people are like reevaluating um, yeah. on different levels, whether it be you know the the luxuries of home and how to make that better or um, like values value systems um, you know what we find maybe find morally correct or not um maybe starting a new physical you know exercise or like trying to make something better about their you know their health or their organization or what have you um which is cool i see that in a lot of people around me like we're starting to uh get a little more friendlier with the neighbors. There's a funny thing out here with the with the mail and it getting delivered. You know, we live you know, out in the middle of the forest, basically, and you know, we only have a a couple neighbors within, you know, ten minutes. So, but anyways, the, one of the neighbors delivers the mail out here and package didn't get delivered and so we went to the post office today and it was great we we got it all figured out 
eventually it was like some miracle happened and <laughs> we got the PO box fixed and all that. But every that's like that's all everything's getting reorganized and shift around and getting in the right places and so that's you know, I I I read the energy of my daily life and connect it with the stars and it's like wow. It's amazing how that this like totally lines up. So I I want to go back and talk about uh uh moon Jupiter because I know I joked about um like us being overly emotional or responsive. But I really I liked what you said about discipline because we do have a sextile to um Saturn yeah. which actually gives us an opportunity to be well put together i i feel like really positive about this full moon in a way because i think totally i think it's going to be a lot of aha moments and like like you just talked about like the miracle frequency um of course i posted if you follow my instagram you know i posted about palace athene um and i want really want to talk about palace athene because you know Pal- palace athene is um well sh- the story of Athena is that she sprung from Zeus's head so she has the wisdom of her father and she has the foresight and the knowledge um, and she's a strategist Uh, Pallas Athene Athena can be seen really as like a martial general in a way Um, a female martial general with an owl as her companion and uh, we have her here conjunct the south node opposing Chiron and of course the North Node and the reason I've been feeling her a lot is because what she does is she puts patterns together and she begins to call forward um, the energetic relationships between our choice points and with her conjunct the South Node and opposing Chiron what I really feel like she's doing is she's revealing to us the the way that the the choices of our past are affecting our future and also our healing patterns um, and our personal mastery because Chiron to me really is about personal mastery and uh, the gifts that we're here to serve the world with. Um, so I see Pallas a lot, uh, like RJ said, in my own life, in um, day in and day out, noticing the various ways that I've made the same decisions and burned myself (laughs) (laughs) and just the ways that I have created certain decisions based on certain desires or patterns of self that I might have convinced myself I didn't actually have and the way that they've manifested in my life so um for example Uh, I really desire to support a lot of people in my work and um, I will sometimes make the decision based on my desire to reach as many people as possible to discount my services or um, trade my services in order to uh, give back what I'm offering. But what I discover is that those people don't actually commit to what I'm offering. And I can recognize that in the many ways I have actually stopped myself from receiving what I truly desire, which is 
to have people that are committed to this work receiving this work in a way that supports them. So it's been like a huge aha moment between um, the new moon and now to recognize the ways that I've burnt myself out trying to um, get everyone to take action. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think... It's huge. People have to have skin in the game. Yeah, well, you know, I think for me personally, it's just like the ways that I feel victimized by my work, I'm actually self-perpetuating. Right. Like, it's totally my problem. <laughs> right, the boundary. <laughs> but... And I laugh, but I'm giving you an example so you can consider, of course, like the ways that you've been revealed how, you know, you have been like part of your own problem. I feel like that's really what Pallas Athene has been doing with um, with this Chiron South Node North Node conjunction. And of course, um, before she was conjunct Mercury. So... Um, yeah, let me see here what else I want to talk about. So we still have a Venus trine Uranus going on here. So our, you know, our relationships, our value systems, um, the way that we relate to our lives are really supported in being outside of the box. Like I think now is a really good time for us to recognize like where we actually desire something that might not be considered normal um and by normal i mean you know rj and i live in the middle of the woods and (laughs) without lots of um certain amenities (laughs) yeah yeah a lot of i mean that goes into a whole nother topic of you know what you find to be acceptable you know for you know a lot of people are quick to judge and say that's that's totally like unsafe or you know that's this or that is immoral behavior but really if, if it doesn't cause harm and people all the people involved are finding enjoyment in it yeah then it's it's a right action. Well, and with, you know, Venus being the ruler of Mars and Mercury, which is technically overseeing this lunation, I feel yeah, like Libra. I feel like if you actually allow yourself to get out of your own box, that this lunation will be a really wonderful chance for you to revolutionize your life. Um, I really feel like and break free from cultural societal conditioning right like know, i think and just find what truly brings you joy yeah I, th- I, th- I really believe that like if you allow yourself to get out of what was conditioned to you or programmed within you then you'll recognize like what you know what actually feeds your soul and nourishes the true community that's waiting for you to remember who you are and this is connected to uh, this is like so cool through uranus it's revolutionizing your life right. you know it's it, and it's it fast. might yeah it's a lightning bolt it's just like if you just gotta you know ride it you know yeah. and let go and it's that's the main main thing is to change is like letting go 
um, which could be really hard, especially when it's been a part of one's life and their their neural pathways, their the electricity in their body. You know, right. it literally, the electricity the the electricity flows through those neural pathways, which are thought easier than creating a new habit, and it takes it takes time and the electricity to change those those pathways so over time it gets easier right but at first that's why it's hard to create a new habit yeah and but it takes more voltage i also want to say like when you declare yourself as stepping out of the box your quantum reality shifts itself entirely to reflect that truth Mm-hmm. So what it does is, you know, let's say, let's say your statement is, I'm not happy at my job. I'm ready to be, you know, in a place that makes me feel loved and nourished and supported. Well, the universe is going to respond to you in a way that asks you, are you sure about that? And by that, I mean, it begins to reveal you know, certain fears or doubts or programs or neural pathways or as you call them thoughts that deny that maybe it's oh well this money is really good and I don't believe that I'm going to be able to find a job that can pay me this well or oh um I don't actually think I'm worthy of having what I deeply desire so I'm just going to accept this or maybe it's the ways that you stop yourself from really having what you desire and this like that's the unconscious mind right right and then it's also trying the subconscious the sub no you're i don't really like the term unconscious no that's that's (laughs) there's a difference between the subconscious and the unconscious mind right the unconscious is like that's more like the autonomic you know this the like stress the responses the yeah. the like the, bre- the breathing <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. you, you don't have to consciously or subconsciously think of breathing yeah. it's the unconscious process you know so this is all tied together with with uh that pluto trine it's like a grand trine with venus uranus and pluto um so this is like where that theme of breaking out of the box mm-hmm. and like really accessing your soul desires and it's tapping into both the unconscious and the subconscious mind um individually and collectively you know um it's gonna revolutionize and transform <laughs> like the world as we know it <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome you know Yeah, and I I think the last things I really want to say here is that, you know, with Mars and Mercury as the ruler of this eclipse, not only does the eclipse as itself act as a karmic um, leap or quantum leap, Mars and Mercury is also going to force you into action within your mind. So there's going to be this like inner desire that as soon as whatever it is within this lunation that you're experiencing... What you know, you're gonna be prompted to act. So it's gonna be like, oh, I gotta leave that job. 
Like, I, yeah. I have to make You're going to have to, like, work really hard to not take action now. <laughs> Come on, people. Let's do this. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, Mercury and Mars in an air sign, air is action. Air is, like, we're going and doing the thing. And both... Yeah, it's a young sign. Yeah, both, you know, Mars and Mercury really enjoy taking action in that way. So, you know, I really want to encourage you to keep your mind um, open on, you know, thoughts of healing and transformation and keep your uh, subconscious self really looking at all the ways that you're ready to claim what it is you deeply desire. Yeah. And uh, as always, be kind, calm, cool, and collected, you know, both of us we have our moments where we're like frustrated at something and you know we we support each other you know if i'm having a frustrated moment alexis comes over and you know comforts me and then i'm back i'm back into center you know and <laughs> vice versa i i support her and anything i can do to help and aka get yourself a buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah we need we need our significant others our our friends our close friends our inner circle our neighbors all that it's all it's all so valuable and mm-hmm. uh to create tradition with each other it strengthens that you know i mean we can organize together and create really really cool systems and utilize all the amazing technology and and knowledge that we all we all have as a as a human species and let's level up mm-hmm. happy full moon happy lunar eclipse spend your time in meditation and prayer if you can this is a really powerful time to harness these frequencies um, and if you cannot, if your meditation is washing the dishes or doing laundry, just be mindful with everything that's awakening within you. Your body is a vehicle for cosmic awareness, and um, that's especially true with Virgo, and also with Aries. But um, I really want to invite you to be present within yourself and to... Take the action as it comes. We're going to be doing a massive clearing. So uh, let yourself follow your soul nudges. And if you've enjoyed this lunation report, please subscribe wherever you have found this podcast. Um, I love, I do so much work on Substack. So if you want to go to my Substack, you're welcome to go there. Otherwise, you can like this podcast on Spotify or Apple or any other major podcast app. Um, And I look forward to seeing you again with the new moon. Thank you, RJ. It's a pleasure. Chant the the sacred sounds. Support support the earth and Mm -hmm. its alchemical process of bringing balance. Right. And harmony. Till next time, folks. Have a blessed full moon.